0: that one felt super synced which i'm very happy with
1: what felt synced
0: the click the... i can hear your mouse click so i oh, I, yeah. I know relatively how in sync i've got my go and it's this is not interesting gwen welcome what? to the podcast oh
1: you know what's really interesting is loot boxes <laughs> you want to talk about that again <laughs> no no, <laughs> no. good oh. glad we're on the same page
0: god i don't want to talk about loot boxes again i don't we didn't Like we didn't do a podcast last week And part of the reason Like we were busy and stuff But part of the reason was just What do we talk about The only thing to talk about seemingly is loot boxes So it was like uh, I can't talk about that again I have nothing to add So yeah not loot boxes But fortunately (laughs) Fortunately fortunately, if you're making a podcast and you're us Um, A story uh, that's kind of blown up Over the last few days After a series of tweets by Scott Benson, who is one oh, of the guys. Oh, my
1: God. Do we, do we have a new controversy? Yes, we do, Gwen. Oh, oh good. Yay, what's uh, what so, are people mad about now?
0: Scott Benson, uh, one of the co-creators of the game Night in the Woods, which is a very fine game, and they are very fine people who I've uh, interviewed a few times, actually, weirdly enough, uh, was talking about how uh, he doesn't just let anyone make fan- merchandise of stuff to do with Night in the Woods. And here's a reasoning for it. Because I mean you can go on websites like Redbubble is a big one that I always hear creators (laughs) being mad about. So if you go on redbubble.com now and search, probably if you search Night in the Woods, you will find a ton of shirts and stickers and all sorts of stuff that's been made by fans and uploaded to this website and then they sell it. And He doesn't seem to have. That can't
1: be legal, right? That's that's, illegal. Yeah,
0: that's what is very confusing about the whole thing. And he doesn't seem to have a big problem with, like, a kid. Because he specifically says one of the tweets everyone thinks it's just kids of Etsy shops or people selling keychains at Fresno Kawaii Fest or something like that. But lots of companies that exist to exploit this. And he's kind of saying that if he says, yes, you can make, like, a pillowcase with my uh, character on it. If cool. you do that,
1: then any fucking company can make a pillowcase. Yeah, because you, yeah, you, this companies and then take that. You've lost your trademark. Yeah,
0: companies take that as a legal precedent that anyone can do whatever they want with their uh, copyright uh, and go from there.
1: Wait, why? Why are we calling this fan art? It's not fan art if you get money for it.
0: Yeah, I don't get that. That I don't. You're get. not.
1: You're stealing art, right? Like, yeah. is this not? Do, you, do we need to tell the world that stealing is wrong?
0: But then like, there's, a whole, there's a whole side to it where it's people selling their fan art of the game. So people who have drawn these characters from, in this example, Night in the Woods, uh, and then they're selling that drawing on something else. And he's obviously not in favour of that happening, purely because, as he says, he doesn't necessarily not want people to do fan art, but at the same time, there's a lot of companies that exist, for example, Redbubble, that will make their entire money off of uh, someone selling that art. And that's a complicated issue.
1: Okay, I actually do get this, then. Okay, yeah, I mean, so there's nothing it's amazing when people make fan art of your game it feels great somebody mm. just made fan art of something I was twitch streaming literally like really? may, may tweeted at me that she made this adorable gif of something I'm I was working on uh, and it, it feels like you can fly that you've the the goal of every person of every artist is to reach out and inspire other people like this yeah. is great inspiring other people feels really really good and fan art is amazing and when people cosplay as you that's amazing. But when people steal from you and make money (laughs) off of that Without telling you ahead of time or giving you a cut That doesn't feel amazing, that feels shitty And I can definitely see where the line blurs
0: Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's saying here, there was a Kotaku article about it Where it points out uh, It says smaller creators have to discourage uh, fans making. It says the kind of merch that isn't being produced that they want uh, they produce it themselves and like I say there's websites that enable people to do that and they're mm-hmm. saying it's a difficult balance to discourage people to do that without angering their fan base because um, this is outside of games but I've I'm a big fan of RuPaul's Drag Race brilliant show yeah. as everyone should be a fan of it and I saw there was a brief period of time where some of the drag queens were being very vocal against specifically Redbubble because you can buy all sorts of stuff with their faces on it and they were like, well, this sucks. Like, please do not buy stuff from there. We seemingly can't stop them, but please do not buy it. And a lot of the replies to these people were people being mad. Like, well, I want this stuff. Why Why do you not make it? This is, you're bad. And it was like, oh, okay. Mm. So I can see how that can kind of be a balancing complicated. act. It is.
1: Yeah. It's like, um, I used to, I mean, I used to, in my youth this is hard nerd stuff beck yes this there is the a stuff was a time I like. when anime this was a time when anime was not popular in america and uh the way you got anime was by illegally downloading real media files off the internet and translating them using fan translations because mm. there was no way to get anime in america without like going onto something like napster or some not napster but like one of the uh I don't even want to date myself, but there there was a time when you had to really try to get this stuff. You really um, did, um, yeah. There, there
0: was no YouTube or anything. It was no. like you got to find it.
1: And it, in hindsight, I mean, I realize now, like the original creators of that anime had no, uh, got no cut of this because I was getting it illegally off the internet, right? Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, there was no way for me to get it, and I wanted it, uh, and if I could pay for it, I would have. So where's so i've done it i mean anybody any anybody over 30 is pirated something oh percent like,
0: yeah like like uh, you mentioned Naps, we though. come from a
1: generation that pirated shit so yeah uh, it's this goes back into a lot of this stuff but on the other hand it's like i i mean i would love to i'm i'm making a video game at home i would love to be able to use somebody's music uh to break it apart to pull to get the stems or break it apart and and put it in my game in some way but i mean i would have to make an agreement with them and pay for it yeah like and i would love it if somebody would make a backpack that looked exactly like this of scout's backpack in in the flame of the flood but i would expect them to to pay for it if they're going to brand it with with the flame of the flood You know yeah like i would expect a cut like and because the reason why it's selling isn't because it's a sweet backpack it's because it's branded with the flame and the flood and the reason why your fan art um t-shirt is selling isn't because it's your amazing art it's because you branded it with somebody else's design yeah a famous design you're taking someone else's work 100% And you have to like and, and they they deserve credit and payment for that and, I mean, I can see this is a hard thing to get into, man. I get it.
0: Yeah, I mean, he he also was just talking about copyright law in general. Um, Was talking about how copyright law, specifically one of his tweets, copyright, copyright law wasn't made to protect folks like us. It was made for people like Disney. So, because mm-hmm. you can see how it's kind of difficult to...
1: Dude, you have... Yeah. You have no idea, like, how... Oh, God. Like, at one point, somebody ripped all the assets out of our game, The Flame and the Flood, and just sold them on the Unity assets. Whoa! Store. <laughs> like, they... <laughs> uh, and then you have to go... And the only reason we could stop that was because of the trademark. And if we let people make backpacks that are branded like The Flame and the Flood, we would lose our trademark, and then we wouldn't have any recourse. Like, do, do you
0: understand? Yeah, like, that how? makes a lot of sense. So, that, so this how? is yeah this is what he's saying where why it's so difficult for him because like he says he would quite like to like you say with that backpack you were like yeah it'd be cool if someone made a backpack but conversely if i let you make that backpack then someone can just do whatever the fuck they want <laughs> Well, t- we could have if, I,
1: if you just did it and i didn't fight it or we didn't have a contract yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah like there's ways you can protect your your trademark but there's also just like you can't The amount of time it would take to reach out to every single person who wants to make some kind of fan art and set up a deal with them is uh, is prohibitive. Like, these teams, these indie studios are small. Uh, There's another uh, side of this that's interesting, which is YouTubers Mm. um, will make Let's Play videos of your game and they'll monetize it, right? Yes. Uh, And I've... They always... I've i'm the person that gets those emails basically like i i field those emails for our company so whenever somebody a youtuber is like hey i want to make a let's play of your game and monetize it is it okay i'm always like yes because in my mind we're i don't care that you get two dollars off of your youtube videos or whatever most likely and that we're not making let's plays you're not competing with us and it's free marketing and so i'm for it um
0: well the flip side of that is obviously the pewdiepie controversy that happened recently and I think we might have discussed this briefly before, but... Did
1: they ask PewDiePie to take it down?
0: Well, the game in question didn't, because I think the game in question might have been Unknown's Battlegrounds, and they didn't mm. do anything. But the flip side of it was the people that made Firewatch uh, put out something saying that they didn't want their games being monetized by him at all. And that sort of opened up that discussion of... How and when video game developers uh, can or should say because a lot of youtubers and twitch streamers are very entitled and believe that they're it's like a sacred right that they should be able to do uh whatever they to want. Be
1: fair- we came from a generation that just stole music, so you know. <laughs> no, but you know uh, what I mean. Don't know if we have the high ground here.
0: Oh no, I'm not I, saying. I do
1: know what you mean. I'm not saying I, I have I any think... high ground.
0: It's my entire job is based around the doing of those things. So I like that that exists, but at the same time, I can understand that it's allowed to exist, uh, based on like because again, I think we've discussed this before. You can't do this with film. You can't do this with music like with
1: music you can uh there is such a thing as derivative work you can sample uh clips oh and
0: create again i guess it depends like but you i don't think you can release you yeah no for a fact you can't release like if i released an album and it had a bit of a jay-z song in it jay-z would want money like Even if it's just a tiny bit, like, Jay-Z would want money for that sample. And because there's been many cases in music history where it's been like, wait a minute, that's a bit of our song. And they've either had to pull the song or give them a lot of money. The
1: NFL will hunt you down.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I guess that's kind of the point that uh, Scott was making about how these copyright laws are fine for Disney. Because I guess they've got the money. And like you say, the NFL, they've got the money, the lawyers, and the time to hunt you down like they've got teams that i guess is their entire job just to be like make sure no one uses our shit (laughs) yeah that's the way it works but i guess yeah in indie games it's kind of a bit more of a difficult thing and yeah with youtubers and whatnot it's it's uh that was a whole debate for a little while and it still is i don't think that will that will end until precedents start getting set which they still haven't i mean nintendo kind of threw it into the ring with their creator program which is if you're aware of that
1: no what is it
0: basically if you want to monetize uh, a nintendo game on youtube you have to sign up to nintendo's like i think it's called the creator program yeah Yeah, that Mm -hmm. thing you have to sign up to it and then nintendo also get a cut of whatever money you make and so that that is them saying which a lot of people were mad about that and that is them setting a precedent and someone saying we don't want PewDiePie being able to monetize or play our games on the internet. And they have the right to do that. So there's a lot of I guess in that sense, a lot of things to consider going forward, especially as this uh industry gets bigger and bigger and makes more and more money yeah. for bigger I and mean, bigger there's, companies.
1: There's it's just morally grey, man. I've yeah, this is hard. This is hard and it's not something that only affects games, it affects everything. Yeah. So I gotta admit, I feel like if you if you're making money off of somebody else's character designs Yeah. I mean you can't you don't really have a lot of to stand on there. It feels like if, more
0: cotton dry, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Like this merch thing. Like if I put your character on a T shirt but I drew it, so it's my art? No, man what if you trace it and wants to stop some company in Korea from just mass producing that now and now neither of us get money for this and yeah uh, it's hard for me to see the fan art side of that but I did illegally download Japanese TV shows so you know
0: (laughs) there is also uh god this is really weird like there's a Official, I will send this to you right now Because this was just in the Kotaku article Actually, you have probably got the Kotaku article open, maybe? Uh,
1: maybe, yeah If Wait, not, what, what I happened? will just
0: send it to you There is a Taylor oh, Sorry, my microphone's moving A Taylor Swift video Just like being like Taylor Swift ticks, Powered by Ticketmaster But all the characters look exactly like characters from Night in the Woods they- <laughs> Like loads There's one character in this thing that's dancing around That just looks exactly like the main character in Night in the Woods like a hundred percent, and it's like, oh, <laughs> that's crazy! I hadn't seen this. Wow. Okay. That's.
1: That is, uh, suspiciously similar. But
0: yeah, how legally distinct is that when you're Taylor Swift and Ticketmaster? I guess it's fine.
1: Yeah. Well, the other reality is they probably can't go after Taylor Swift.
0: Well, that's the <laughs> She's thing, right?
1: Too big. Yeah yeah i mean when you're a small business owner when you're part of like this this small like we you just bend over and take it most of the time and you hope that the outrage in your community supports you because yeah it's it's every everybody is so big like you are releasing your games on steam steam could just be like no uh people taylor swift can just take your shit and put it in a video like yeah. what are you gonna do
0: that's always the worry right i've always worried like it's it's a it's sort of a background debate among streamers that i always hear among the sort of the older kind of smarter streamers that are moving into sort of roles in the games industry which is the what do we do in the future but also that back current of like what if twitch just stops or what if twitch just Changes how much money they're gonna give me, or something like that, because they just could, because you're dependent on this other thing. Like you say, it's the same <clears> as Steam, I guess, where it's sort of like if Steam just said we're not putting your game on anymore, you'd be like, oh, that's gonna be a chunk like <laughs> out oh, of yeah. where your money I mean, comes from.
1: that, that's why most of the conversations in the indie community are, what the hell is Steam doing right now? What are they? How are they changing? How can we milk their algorithms? How do we get featured on the storefront? A lot mm. of the, a lot of the fear in the indie community is like. We used to be able to make a phone call to Bob and then Bob would put us in the front of the store but now we can't call Bob anymore and there's so many games and now I don't get what I used to get. Uh, Because change is is bad. But the, um, a big another part of this is like if, if Twitch just stops, then Mixer will spin up. Like
0: there Oh is, yeah, there 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 will be other things. That. But I mean there there it's been a conversation with a lot of things. Like uh I saw some people on Twitch being mad because uh Twitch is new like there's a beta version of the homepage and this new version of the homepage has stopped supporting third party add ons that people have been using for a while and that's twitch's prerogative to do whatever they want with their own thing but people like it was little little add-ons people have been using for years and for example i think there was like a host button so rather than Mm -hmm. having a type backslash host someone's name if you were on someone's channel you could just click a button to host and it's little things like that that i think people get very angry about with twitch if it's your entire job it's when little things like that are taken away that you're like oh okay right so oh. what do we do now and then little things like the amount of money you're getting being less or different which is a big conversation Dude. in the youtube space because people are getting this... less and less money on youtube
1: Hmm. yeah so the uh here's like here's reality in life you gotta keep up if you're a programmer you got to keep up with the newest Mm. language if you're uh i mean twitch didn't exist 10 15 years ago something new will exist 10 15 years from now twitch will be dead Mm. like tv is people you don't want to be the the last person um sitting at um i don't know like cbs when inevitably cable stops being a thing yeah like the you you don't want to you have to think of yourself as, um, how do I put it? So there were people who were writers that wrote for, uh, print media. Mm. And then they became, and then blogging exploded, and then they became bloggers. Um, and then, like, other things exploded. Video blogging exploded. I don't even know what's out there anymore. But, like, the, this happens in every field. Newspapers are on the decline. Magazines are in the decline. There's way fewer jobs in newspapers and magazines. For a while, there was more jobs in blogging. And now there's probably more jobs in... I don't know. I don't really follow like what journalist circles do. <laughs> but I'm sure there's some new journalism thing. And every field goes through this, where the way that you... Your medium and the thing that you provide, the way that you provide that to the world changes. And so, yeah, probably to which will change or disappear and there'll be some other new thing maybe it'll be some weird vr thing um i don't know but yeah of course it'll change uh, i mean i work in the video games industry i'm a tech artist tech artist wasn't a, tech animator was not a role 10 years ago yeah um tech artist wasn't a role 15 years ago um the engines we use now will not be the engines we use in 10 years the uh, it's like everything is always changing and so for me this isn't um scary and weird it's just reality yeah and i yeah no i Does agree make sense? it's
0: it 100 it makes sense it's just it's interesting to see that this is already becoming the conversation in what is still considered a new medium for a lot of people which is streaming and whatnot mm-hmm but speaking of streaming, Gwen, how are you getting on the yeah. streaming? You've been doing it for a few months yeah, now. Yeah, you
1: popped in and watched me. It's, it's oh, fun. Yeah. I'm actually... Dude, I'm into it. I get Twitch now. Yeah? <laughs> it took a while. I remember I was at the Twitch office uh, last year after GDC at, like, yeah. a, at the NMX event. And they were the guy from Twitch was explaining it to me. I was like, break this down. I don't get it. I don't get Twitch at all. And he's like, well, you pick a side. Some people, uh, they... They really like uh, hanging out in the chat and, and getting to know these personalities and, and, you know, participating in being a part of, of a group. And some people like being the the person on stage, the person that, that's, uh, you know, streaming. And I was like, okay, I don't know which one of those I am. I think probably neither. Turns out I'm both. I love it.
0: Yeah. I fucking You like love the whole it. thing.
1: Yeah. I've been, I'm like... I'll be working, I'll be listening to Steve Gainer play a video game, I'll, like, I, I'm i on Twitch constantly now, it's actually, like, I get it, it's, part of it is I've always kind of liked to have some background noise, and I've been sick of all my music lately, so, yeah. this is good. I felt bad, too, because I told the guy, I was, uh, I, uh, somebody was streaming from Seattle, um, mm. And he was like, why are you guys in here? What do, what do you get out of this? It's like some small time streamer, I think. And I just typed. I was like, because he sounded like he was really curious. And I was like, oh, I just like background noise when I work. You're basically just noise to me. And uh, <laughs> then it occurred to me that was really bitchy. A little. And I, sh- I shouldn't have you said You're just noise that. to me. Like, oh, You're just noise.
0: I don't I pay just, any attention I, to what you're saying. It, you know. I just
1: like the sound of your voice.
0: That's no, true, that's though. True that's a big use you, when you look on your stream if uh you look at the people that are actively talking and then you actually click on the viewer list there's people in there that haven't said a thing and names you will recognize and you know this person rarely if ever says a thing but they're the people that just like you say they put you on and they get on with whatever they're doing like they're not really there to talk to you they're just there to have something on and listen to you. And yeah, whatever. I'm one
1: of those people. I totally do that constantly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah I'm a lurker. I've, I don't talk ever. I've become a fan of uh, doing that as well. There's a few streamers that I enjoy just like get up in the morning and I do my normal like just kind of still half asleep sitting around fang. And there's a few streamers that I just I'll put them on. And I'll be like, there they go. I can mm-hmm. have them on and it's something that's happening, which is nice. Like you say.
1: Yeah. I think that's what most people listen to me for probably, I hope.
0: I don't. When I when I do stream. No, honestly, your stream is much more of a educational kind of vibe and I'd say you have a lot more engagement than I think a lot of streams tend to. Cuz like with mine, it's conversational. A lot of what people enjoy is the conversation and I've got to the point now which is quite nice where people will just talk to each other irregardless of what (laughs) i'm doing they're just having a little chat about something else but with your stream from my interactions with it like i will pop in and basically whenever i'm in your stream i'm just trying to make you laugh and mention the podcast that's all i'm doing and (laughs) and and half the time i realize that it's like i'm not helping because people are asking serious questions and you are sitting there discussing all these things and going over stuff if like when you are not
1: not talking, very often though
0: not all the sometimes. time because you're making a game I, so sometimes you don't even notice the chat but that here. is the interaction most of the time it is I,
1: will, I don't feel that way because i feel like have you seen a lot of the other game dev streams especially like the programmer ones
0: no i find them kind of boring because i don't get what they're doing so okay that is a the other ones are
1: way more educational oh really like oh yeah like there's, you... uh, I, like, yeah. handmade hero is literally just like I am making a game engine. Here is how I am doing it. And there's a there's a couple of ones like that. I found one on Reddit the other day that's like I'm a dude making a 40 engine. I found like a lot of these, uh, especially the programmer streams are like here's me walking through how to write a program. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's a different... I feel like, and I'm, I'm sometimes I'm in the hashtag programming, so I actually feel bad where I'm like I'm just fucking around here, guys. People appreciate
0: that i think or at least watching you stream as objectively as i can be as a big fan of gwen Frey, i yeah. uh i you're you are educational in a much more of a conversational way like you you haven't set out a syllabus you haven't done like a you could watch this offline and follow along without mm-hmm. asking questions necessarily well you could because you can see the chat but whatever but um yeah, you you do spend a chunk of time when there's people in there and they ask questions just giving your opinion on things. Which I well, think I
1: have a lot of fucking opinions.
0: Yeah. That the, we've done over a year of this podcast and it's all been opinions. But um But yeah, yeah I think I, you've definitely found your niche and you are I love it. doing well. I do
1: love it. It's fun. It is super fun. I get why people do it. I totally get it.
0: Yeah. You, and, yeah. and, and it's a good stream And people, you have your own little group of people that seem to turn up on the reg and all that sort of good stuff
1: yeah I see those same people in other streams too that's part of the fun like a lot of the people in my stream are also in a couple of other ones uh, like middle stream or it's like, it, it is you know I'm sucked in man I'm part of this thing
0: it's I'm good of right community. it's nice yeah, when it you find great. your own little niche and you're like oh this is where I fit in on this thing
1: yeah alright uh- mm-hmm i got like friends on the internet now I've got
0: I've got to a point with my discord It's now got like I think I looked and it was like 70 people on there And it's now Got to a point where I can't keep up With everything that's being said Like because it's the discord That's set up around me and what I'm doing I was involved in all of it But it's reached a point Now where I'm like oh, these people are having conversations, like, all day. Like, we'll pop in and be like, oh, how's everyone doing, da-da-da. And sometimes I'm just like, I can't read all of this, because there's, like, a ton of just people having a conversation for the day. And I'm very Sorry, happy I about that.
1: I hate Discord. Oh, really? <laughs> this is a whole... Like, this is going to be one of those things where a year from now you've convinced me and I love it again. But, like, I, I don't... It's just garbage. It's so... Forums... We're great because it's like here's a subject here's organized the conversation on this particular topic. Yes. I like forums. I like emails for the same reason. Discord is just like slapdash. Just everything is everywhere. It's a chat room. It's a chat box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like a chat room. But you're you're supposed to keep up with it. Like you're supposed to go back and read what was said Kinda, before
0: if you want to. Uh, I find though it's like, uh, things chat. It's a chat. It is a moving chat room. Like I've got lots of different rooms. Like, hang. Hey, let me load up my Discord. What rooms? because i've made more and more rooms i made one God, recently
1: we don't we don't need to wax philosophical on this i'm just i'm just telling you i hate it i
0: know but i think you should like it cuz i'm getting a lot from it is my point like i am getting a lot out of using discord i'm getting to know all like these people quite well like cuz i've got i've got like a mental health channel with like my point of it was be like, it's called feel better. And it's just like, if you feel shit, just come in here and talk and people be nice. Like, and that's being used all the time. Like people are always talking about stuff and like this podcast has its own little bit. I got some questions in there with like people talking about it and stuff like that and music and all sorts of stuff. And it's really good. Like I, I know it's random and like, it's not organized in the way of a forum, but for me, it's like, This group of people that are constantly talking to each other And they're also interested in what I'm doing So whenever I do a thing These people just jump in They're like, hey, how's it going? And I'm getting more and more interaction And more and more of a sense of a community Around just me doing streams or podcasts or whatever Than I have ever had before And I think Discord is definitely a big part of it for me Hmm so there you go. That's <laughs> that's why I like it.
1: No, I get it. I it uh I don't know. I'm not saying There's, you
0: should use it. I don't know what the advantage I'm, would be no, there, yeah. but
1: I guess what it just, uh the way you describe Discord, the way you talk about it, it's like a, a it's definitely this this social thing. Yeah. Um and I'm every now and then I just get this instinctual uh Nothing will ever replace going to a place where there are other human beings physically present and speaking with them.
0: No, but for a lot of us, we don't do that. Like, I know I don't. Like
1: I know. I, I don't do it as much as I should either. And it, sometimes, like, I'll get really into work or something and I will, like, not see another human being in real life for yeah. like, a while. And that's, but that's bad. And yeah. this is a band-aid. Right, like Discord is a band aid for that. I don't. Kinda. I'm. Cons- Maybe we need band aids. Maybe it's good. If if this. No, yeah, I'm. How-
0: I'm interested to know your opinion because I, I don't know. generally think about this side of things. Generally, you 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 stick with your own thought patterns and what you think works. And there's been a number of times in us having conversations that you've been like, "I think this actually that isn't in line of what you think," and I've been like, "All oh, right, that's a good point."
1: Yeah, I don't. There's. I haven't thought about this at all it was just the second you started for some reason you started talking about this and I just felt sad for the world that like we've given up on meeting each other in real life. Yeah. (laughs) Which I know is like the old person thing, which is like the, uh, but like, and I, cause I'm, I'm listening to you talk and I'm seeing the appeal Mm. and I'm seeing this as being like a stopgap for somebody that's too shy to actually go to a party and and meet people in real life. And I'm seeing the future where this is going to move into VR and someday we'll all be like, you know, like mini me versions, cartoonish versions of ourselves, avatars and an online thing. And, and I know this has always been around. There's always been chat rooms and stuff. And, uh, this has been, I mean, all this you're describing is the same thing that's always existed in a chat room, and I don't know yeah. what I'm worried about. I'm not really worried. No, I, I just... see what you mean. But, like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't have a point. I haven't really thought about it. I, it just immediately, like,
0: that makes was me made sad. Think. Yeah. No, I 100% know what you mean. And I that a lot of that is definitely true in terms of that you use it for that kind of social interaction and i know the kind of the group of people that tend that have congregated around what i'm doing like the the channel talking about mental health is the busiest one like that yeah. that's the thing that's Th- the
1: other thing is in my life i've when i was a very young i spent like most of my friends were on forums and online and then i moved into like not doing that very actively and i was happier and now i'm moving back towards being more online again and i love it and i love twitch and i love this stuff and discord actually the way you describe it i can definitely see the appeal yeah but i can definitely see this being um a, uh there i have this feeling that the world is more depressed that we're all struggling more than ever before yeah that we're all living gig working gig to gig and that the world is changing and that everything is scary. And some of me is wondering if I feel that way because that's actually the case or if I feel that way because I'm spending more time on the internet.
0: No, and it, I agree.
1: It just, like, that happens to be the people who are on the internet, is yeah. people who are struggling and having a harder time in real life. So I don't know what's real anymore.
0: <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I, I think that is a, a, a conversation that doesn't get had that much because... It's, yeah, it's a difficult one to have because it's, there's got to be a case for finding a balance when you have a job like we do, that realistically the job is stay inside and stare at a screen, like one way or another, like that's kind of, <laughs> that's what you're doing, and when you, it's your passion as well, you're doing well, it a lot.
1: I I mean, I used to work insane hours, but I, I would do it in an office with 80 other people
0: okay well you know what i mean yeah not me i guess
1: yeah Yeah. (laughs) my job is not work with other people i definitely and i didn't realize it until now but i've i've had this sense for years that i'm like wow the world is getting more depressed and i think i'm just now realizing it just hit me maybe the world isn't maybe it's just like the communities that i'm hanging out in because i'm online more and more of my friends are on the internet and not in real life maybe that's why i feel that the world is getting more that way
0: no, maybe I think that's a very good point, and and not something I had actively considered before. So yeah. Anyway. No, that no. That, again, I don't have anything to add to that either. But I, I, I have think...
1: to I have to think on that before we continue this conversation, or I'll just say dumb shit.
0: Oh no, me too. Did people? Uh, yeah. You said
1: people asked us stuff though in your Discord. I need to join your Discord. They asked stuff about the podcast.
0: Yeah, uh, it was actually Chris Lum who put something in this week. He had he had some quite uh questions. We could go kind of in depth with that we might maybe do in another episode or something uh his first question was what advice would you give to your younger self just starting out
1: mm, wear sunscreen
0: wear if sunscreen you do just reference else an life. old song wear sunscreen
1: yeah. basically everything i do is referencing an old song
0: yeah good job uh,
1: <laughs> what advice did you give to your younger self god invest in apple
0: yeah there's uh, a lot of like things like that i guess i i, I mean i'm guessing specifically career wise is maybe where uh, uh I don't know. I, I feel mean, it's I all kind of panned out. I feel like if I changed anything, like, would you end up where you are now? And it's like, I don't know. I feel things have gone okay so far.
1: Yeah, it's hard to say. Like, you, you don't know what would have happened if you... Like, there's a branch... Mm... I don't know.
0: Yeah, me of uh, everyone focuses on the tragic or challenging for good game dev stories, but how about a story when things went unexpectedly well or a moment where things went wonderfully according to plan? What helped it get there?
1: Oh, God, I have so many of those. Ooh. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I mean, shit, like, anytime you do something and it works the first time, it's like a fucking miracle, right? Yeah. This? Um, But um, uh, a couple of my favorites are, like... um. The, i think i've have i told you guys the boys of silence story before no okay so we for a while on bioshock infinite we had turrets which were um i mean in that you know what a turret is I like do. you go and you, you walk by it it, it tracks you it yeah. shoots at you you have to shoot it so it doesn't shoot at you it's a stationary object uh-huh. we cut them we cut them very early in bioshock infinite um we had concept art for this thing called the boys of silence they're like these uh these ai with like these big bell heads um and we uh the concept of cool we had the character model we never rigged or did anything with it we just thought it looked cool marketing saw it and put out a bunch of marketing materials about it you yeah, no, i was gonna say i cut think i remember seeing this thing marketing comes back to us and is like you can't cut that from the game we've made vinyl it's two weeks before content lock and we need to put the Boys of silence in the game mm. uh panic mode right Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) you're like what they're not in the game
1: (laughs) yeah we're like this is not in the game how are we gonna do this Um, yeah it was more than two weeks i'm exaggerating but like uh what we ended up doing was uh i don't remember this is a collaboration between me and shane we took the turret uh we changed the skeletal mesh the way it looked to be the boys of silence and it so uh, you see the boys of silence kind of track back and forth Mm mm-hmm it's just a fucking turret. It's a turret that, rather than shooting you, hears you and then goes off. You um,
0: smart motherfuckers.
1: <laughs> the animations there's crap. I think like four animations total for the Boys of Silence. <laughs> just one three hundred one animation three hundred sixty degrees as the Boys of Silence turn around. We would query the uh the pose we wanted of that animation based <laughs> yeah. on the uh the angle. Between the boys of silence and the player. Uh, we had an additive animation that was kind of like a keep alive over that. And then we had an uh, animation that was like, it went off. It was the simplest fucking thing we've ever made.
0: That might uh, tie into his next question. Which is, what is the oh, hackiest yeah? thing you've ever gotten away with in a shipped game?
1: What What is the what thing?
0: Hackiest thing.
1: Oh yeah, that was a hack. Oh yeah. my god, everything I do is a hack. I'm a tech <laughs> artist.
0: I've never like...
1: <laughs> like if you want something done you know if you know from the get-go you're like we want this system and we want it to be good and we want it to be solid you go to a programmer mm. if you're like shit the sky is falling
0: <laughs> that's when they call gwen
1: <laughs> yeah like I'm Gwen usually, comes in like
0: the guy from pulp fiction to clean up like
1: if i'm making something it's not because they wanted something well architected and, <laughs> like i'm not touching the native code if they called me it's because they're like fuck something went we need this done. Oh shit. We just realized we can only have nine AI and we need a world of background characters. Can Uh, you just make those happen? (laughs) Like somebody do something. Like that's usually like everything I've ever made is a hack. Basically. (laughs) Oh my God. I love it. I live. I I drink deep from the cup of hacking bullshit into a game. Like Um, That's basically what I do. That's Gwen's Uh, world. And sometimes every now and then it, something evolves and becomes a real system like yeah or just gets taken out of control like i uh, i put cats i i found this i was bored at work and i found this old cat model from the original bioshock Ooh. um and i made schrodinger's cat for fun and then part of that was because i bothered to rig it and animated it i also like had animated a cat just kind of like scratching its back against a wall and uh, uh who found it so one of the environment artists that was working on the Paris scene and DLC found it, and was mm. like, there will be nine cats in the Paris scene. And, like, scattered exactly nine cats in the Paris DLC. <laughs> Just, like, hid them around the world. That's awesome. Just sh- shit like this happens, like, every fucking day. It's yeah. It's great. I love being in this industry. <laughs> it's the best fucking industry, man. It's
0: a pretty like, good it's one. It's so much fun. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, We got a couple more questions. Um. Oh, okay. One from the Naya who is asking about pumpkin pie again because i made a pumpkin Uh, pie and he wants to know yeah he wants to know i thought of it i thought it was fine i feel i should have put some dark sugar in it rather than cast the sugar or as well as there you go so for you (laughs) uh yeah i it was thanksgiving kate from devolver was like you should make a pie and i was like shit, I'm 31 and it's just occurred to me that I can make a pie whenever the fuck I want. Like, I don't have to wait for someone. Like, I can just make a pie. So I did. You can. Yeah, and it was okay. Uh, he asks you, whipped topping or ice cream?
1: For... Um, for with a uh, pie, I
0: guess. We've just had Thanksgiving, or you've hmm. just had Thanksgiving. I, My country was not included in that. Uh,
1: yeah, you were... Uh, you have the opposite. You have um, Grumble, we just lost America's giving we have biding our time. Independence Day
0: Independence Day is when we all just go we'll we'll be back Uh, (laughs) This is weird (laughs) We'll be back Yeah, We're just waiting, biding our time (laughs) Yeah, that's fine I think that's what Americans (laughs) think
1: Dude, I... Like, no, we're super sad
0: about it, or that we care. <laughs> like, we're
1: like... You think Americans think it all about anything other than America. Or just period. You think Americans think period. I don't yeah. know. Pay attention to what's going on in our news. Clearly we don't. So, the... Uh... Now,
0: to to the more pressing issue <laughs> of whipped topping to our ice cream. To the
1: dessert. <laughs> yeah. Um...
0: I present you with a slice of pumpkin pie, Gwen, and I say, I've got some whipped cream, or I've got some ice cream.
1: I I, I'm more like an apple cobbler. Yeah. I'm like with a you. pie pies are usually like pumpkin pie is definitely not up there for me it's fine say. maybe it's fine apple pie with a slice of ice cream or with a bit of ice cream maybe mm. these aren't the things that this is not my my favorite dessert my no. like favorite dessert would be something like involving peanut butter and chocolate yeah most likely I
0: mean, that's because yeah. you're a sensible right-thinking person gwen Fry. um yeah. emma larkins who we know and love asks uh says she would love to hear more about food and she would love to hear more food or clothing related discussions uh especially my roast dinner and yorkshire pudding technique I, I, clothing i have nothing to say other than i have so many t-shirts like i'm wearing one right now it's, it's actually quite a nice explet one but mo- like 70 oh, yeah. percent of my clothing i have been given for free through working need- with companies
1: yeah you will this industry will clothe you man like mm. we will clothe you we'll feed you we won't let you go home and sleep
0: oh god no! Um, <laughs>
1: but we will but if you want like a shit ton of soda and granola bars and oh, candy yeah we got you and just shit tons of t-shirts so what, what i liked about irrational was the um the longer you stayed there so the first year you could stay there a year you get a t-shirt mm. uh you stay there longer you get a hat Eventually, you get a sweater. Oh. Like They they let you get warmer and warmer. And also, they move you from the outer edges of the studio, closer oh. to the center where it's warmer. Where it's warm. So, yeah, so when you start out, you're, you're cold and hungry. And then you, you get better and better. And they, they take care of you. They make you warmer and cozier the longer you stay.
0: Wow. And you were worried yeah. about the internet. Yeah. <laughs> We will give you warmth for loyalty. <laughs> Here, a hat. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Ooh. You move, move
1: away from the windows. Have this sweater. Yeah.
0: Mm, isn't it warm in the center near the computers? You're like, oh, you spoil us. Um, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of free shirts. I've gotten yeah, loads of the things, and I can pinpoint the exact moment that I remember not wanting free swag anymore, and, and the people giving it to you, looking at you like you were insane like here here is this bag of things i'm like now nah, i'm good like but it's but it's the bag of things i like, you know what i don't know where i'm gonna put the bag of things <laughs> like, i don't want it like, i'm good thank you though and that was nah. the time you realized you've been in the games industry for about a year and you've had your fill of free things but shirts i'll tell you if i can be clothed the, for free,
1: the best swag i'll give it to microsoft by the way for the best swag
0: oh because really you'll,
1: you'll show up and they'll give you things like um an external battery that's branded oh yes useful like shit a U- yeah like a, a usb splitter i tell you the, man
0: the... you go to a pax and they do that as well like a pax will give you like a uh here's a bag and it's got hand sanitizer tylenol uh like a vitamin c drink thing uh A pack of tissues and you're like this is brilliant these are all things i need to survive this day and not like get drastically ill or die they did quite a cool thing at twitchcon this year actually they had like because amazon are obviously in charge of twitch now or own it or however it works they Mm -hmm. had like a little amazon exhibitor store where you walked up and you could scan your badge and it was just like do you want some free coffee do you want this tylenol do you need some deodorant do you need like uh hand wipes or and it was like you know what i would like to stock up on all of these things please i've still got deodorant in my travel bag right now that i got from that i was like fuck yeah i want all of those things this is great that's your useful swag that's that's your thinking of the exhibitors swag
1: (laughs) yeah that's them realizing they had a couple of these and they're like oh these guys on twitch are really good at being on twitch but nobody can smell you through twitch so they've never bothered to bathe (laughs) that's a fun thing now you know cutie pie secretly really (laughs) rancid motherfucker
0: doesn't wash just keeps putting more and more gel in his hair and thinking that's fine it's like oh no come on dude you need a shower you need a shower and if you're working at a convention you probably need a couple of showers like this is uh the way of the world but yeah, there you go. That's my opinions on clothing. As for making a roast dinner, I make a pretty fine roast dinner. And with Yorkshire Puddings, it's just pancake batter. That's all you gotta make. You can make pancake batter. Like, it's a bit thicker. But that's it. That's my technique. That's all you need to know. Put salt and pepper in it rather than, like, sugar or something. And then you got yourself Yorkshire Puddings. It's all good.
1: Uh, yeah, Emma Larkin's asking the hard-hitting questions. The
0: hard-hitting questions. The kind of questions that we need and deserve here on the dialogue box. And you can get them to us. I mentioned the discord earlier, but the main place to get them to us would be Twitter. And if you follow us dialogue box cast, you can send us questions there, or you could just send them to me, Chris Sly, or Gwen Frey dire goldfish uh if anyone wants to leave us a little review or rating on itunes or stitcher or wherever you happen to have listened to us or just share it around tell a friend write to kataku and say you should write an article about this podcast it's so bloody good feel free i certainly wouldn't stop you doing that in fact i'd encourage you thank you for talking to me gwen it's been a pleasure as ever
1: hey thanks for chatting chris light it's been fun Uh, yeah, this has been Gwen Frey and Chris Slate, and you've been in the Dialogue Box.